0: Welcome to the Creative Financing Podcast and create some terms.
1: Hello and welcome to the Creative Financing Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Gallegos, and I'm here with... Jeff Rappaport. And today, we are going to be talking about marketing. So, Jeff, you host a uh, meetup group every month, wholesale meetup group every month, and um, this last month, you... Uh, went over lead generation and marketing so tell us a little bit about that meetup and and this meetup guys we're gonna uh, we're gonna try to do some live recordings there uh, in the future either for episodes or as uh, some bonus content for you guys um, because wholesaling is part of you know the an exit strategy for creative financing
2: well and just so we're clear. If you're if you're a wholesaler or you're not a wholesaler, I mean, rehabbers want those same properties. Absolutely, uh, buy and hold want a lot of the same properties. So, uh, whether you're a wholesaler or not, the techniques, the strategies typically work very similarly. Yeah. So th- this is what we did, and um, so what. I had this group, and it was probably a group of 50 or so, 55 people, and what I had them do is break up into groups and brainstorm about the different types of targets that we would want as real estate investors to be able to contact. So basically what I gave them was just a little bit of direction, and that direction was that there's typically and I I break things up into two groups okay one is like a distressed group one is like a demographic geographic group so distress could be anything that could cause some issues in your life so if you were behind on payments um, behind on taxes uh, divorce fire all that kind of stuff Demographic, geographic might be hey you're over 55 years and older. You've owned a home for 20 plus years. Um, the the house is 30 plus years. Uh, things like that. So distressed are typically more small or smaller, more targeted groups. Demographic, geographical, much larger potential groups. Yeah. Okay. They came up with. There, there's two different types of targets. Some are property issues, so you know, properties that need rehab, ne- Fixed you know, up. been neglected, distressed kind of stuff, or there's personal issues. So yeah. um, divide them up however you like, but I see it's basically two different types of, of lists per se. That, that you could potentially go after. And one of the things that I want to be clear is that the thing that you hear the most right now is from new investors, even more experienced investors. They're just no leads. There's, you know, market is a seller's market still pretty much across the country. Although I can tell you, we right now we're in October of 2018 I see some things starting, you know, whether it's the actual time of the year or, you know, rising interest rates, uh, but there's still very little inventory. But now properties, uh, you know, before there was a lot of demand. Now the demand has kind of slowed down a bit. You know, I'm not saying it's anything bad at all, but I see properties sitting on the market longer and they're not necessarily getting bid up, so... Maybe the market's softening, maybe it's the time of the year, not sure yet. Right, right. But people are talking about there's just no leads. Okay. I promise when we're done with this series, there's leads. I mean, <laughs> there are people that you can target and you just have to figure out how you're gonna do it. And we're gonna we're gonna go through a bunch of different ideas. And I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on each one in particular, but we'll touch on some of them just okay. because some of them are kind of creative.
1: Okay, cool. Okay. So you got a list in
2: front of you. I do have a list. It's quite let's, the list.
1: Okay, let's talk about it. All right, so
2: um, very simply, uh, this list is not divided into dis- distressed or not, so I'll uh, if I remember to do so, I'll tell you which one I think it should go in um, as we go through them. But first and foremost, I mean, hey, how about people that are selling their houses by owner, yeah. for sale by owner? Who's uh, bows? Easy to find. Um, go online. Uh, there they are. Contact them. See if they're interested
1: in what you're trying to do. And that can be distressed or not distressed. That's right. Either uh, you, you may you find you don't beautiful
2: know. houses to... Yeah. Properties that need total
1: rehab. Absolutely. So for sell by owners, you can find those online, um, Zillow, wherever. Yeah. Okay. So not
2: necessarily distressed, but could be. Yeah. Um, You you just don't know until you actually talk to them. Right. Um, Divorce. Divorce. So absolutely more of a distressed type of property. Situation. Yeah. Um, And these are types where you probably want to get to them fairly quickly. And you probably want to stay in touch with them over a period of time because timing is going to be everything for them.
1: Yeah, absolutely. How yeah. do you find them?
2: Uh, we'll talk about how you're going to find all these different people, but that one's going to be at the courthouse.
1: So, okay. Um, uh, probate. Probate. So someone dies, the property has to go through the. Process called probate. It's a judicial. There was not process. a will or an
2: estate in place. Right. So, what what has to happen, Jonathan?
1: So you have to um, you have to open up a, a court case or a court uh, file, and uh, you have to appoint a personal representative for the deceased, and then that person um, they you know there could be challenges there, uh, but that person then gets to make the decision um on uh they're kind of the executor of the estate right. if you will at that point that they, they then uh can you know sell a uh what do they call the deed that's conveyed when you special warranty deed something it? like that yeah so it's basically the process
2: of when someone dies that there's not an exact Uh, procedure for who will get this house yeah
1: yeah so it's not in writing it's not clear so um and it could get you know probate could get ugly in which it does you know all across the country everywhere every day
2: and probate can be done you know i've been really surprised i I was a part of one a couple of months ago and we got it done in like three days
1: yeah so if there's not um heirs contesting uh any any You know who the executor will be, or anything like that. It could go really fast. Yeah. Um,
2: Inherited properties, so a little bit different than the probate. Yeah. Probate has to go through a process. Inherited is it? There was something in place. Yeah, it could been passed down. Yeah.
1: Yeah, either by title transfer, you know, before someone dies, or uh, most commonly through a trust.
2: So why would these be like targets, do you think, for real estate investors?
1: Because they are properties being passed on and they might not be wanted by the heirs. So, they might not
2: be in excellent condition. Yeah,
1: they might be dated, outdated for 50 years. You know, maybe maybe grandma or your, your, your dad or mom or whoever lived in the property for, you know, 40 years and never updated anything. Right. So
2: there could be... Uh, Deferred maintenance, for sure. Uh, there could be a mortgage payment.
1: Yeah. Or there just could be bad memories.
2: Any number of things. But mortgage payment actually makes this a liability now for you. Absolutely. For your heirs. Yeah. And uh, not really what someone maybe across the country really wants to be dealing with. So right. potentially very good leads, probate and inherited lists.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, notice
2: of default, which everyone knows about, right? Yes. Uh, probably one of the most, if not the most competitive list to go after. Yes,
1: yes, absolutely. And uh, I just bought a property at, right before it hit the notice of default list. So I got it under contract and then it hit the notice of default list. And there was about, you know, seven to 10 people that knocked on this lady's door and she got probably 14 to Twenty phone calls. Yep. Well, and that that brings up
2: uh, a good point. In that, so what's the notice of default? What what is a notice of default? By the way.
1: So it's when someone has defaulted on their mortgage payments, the bank has to file a notice of that, um, and so it's called a notice so of in default. default on
2: their mortgage.
1: Absolutely. And so they they're in default on their mortgage. The bank has to um, file that on title, so they have to provide notice that they are in default. So they will file on title a notice of default.
2: And they're very easy to find. I mean, these are... uh, yeah. Every title company can get them. Yeah,
1: Yeah, there's multiple uh, subscription services that that can provide notice of default because it's just public record. Yeah, you can go down to the courthouse and find them.
2: Uh, Multiple ways of finding them. But because they're easy to find, lots of people are interested in them.
1: And there's distress there. If, yeah. they, if they haven't made a payment, there's distress there. Um, and now not everyone, you know, just because they go into default, not everyone's going to lose their house, nor do they want to. Um, but there's, there's probably a good number of them. I, I don't know what the percentage would be, but there is a percentage of the notice of defaults that do want to sell it and be done with that.
2: Typically, how once the notice of default gets filed, how <laughs> long do you think, how many payments do you think they're, they've missed? Yeah, probably six And I would say minimum of like four, typically. Yeah, yeah. Four and up.
1: And it depends on the bank. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I I think uh, four to six for sure that they've missed. I know it has to be at least three before they can file a notice. You have to be in default for three months before the bank can file a notice of default here in Utah.
2: I've seen some that are... Years behind. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we, and uh, we're, we're talking based on uh, a foreclosure process of four months. Remember, that foreclosure process varies state by state. And like Georgia, um, Texas, I believe it's 30 days, um, the That's foreclosure quick. process. So, That's quick. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, so one of the key things, so th- this is a very competitive list. I mean, you know, these people are getting... Bombarded with phone calls, with mail, with yep. door Knocks. knockers, yeah, uh, everyone. Yes, this list is also very time sensitive. Absolutely. That, uh, I, I compare this list to someone that just lost a loved one. They go through these stages of grief, and uh, the first stage is denial. denial. And <laughs> Uh, Whether they think that they're going to get this money from somewhere, Uh, sometimes God's going to provide, it it doesn't matter, but they're in this denial that it's all going to get worked out. So typically, I see most of the people that get these properties are later on in the process.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Yeah, because everyone's hoping they can do a loan mod or... I mean, that's probably the most common thing. Everyone wants to do a loan, loan modification. modification. Yeah. yeah. And they, that's that's what they're hoping for. So they, and you talk to these people, they're like, no, I'm not losing my house. I'm doing a loan mod. And loan mods are actually very hard to do.
2: Yeah. And the, th- some of the banks, not to say good or bad about them, but they'll tell you that they can do this and they'll put you through something for months and then deny you.
1: Yep. Yeah, and still foreclose on you. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So um, how about like 30, 60, 90 day lates? That would be a good list to hit. Um, So that's prior to any kind of notice of default. And it may not even be, it may be a mortgage payment. It may be car payments. It may be, um, you know, credit card. uh, It's giving you a lot of potential. You know, people are going toward that notice of default book prior to getting
1: there yeah and so that's definitely a better list because the competition's not there it's a harder list to get a hold of and if you do get a hold of it it's probably going to be you 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 or one other guy is going to be the only one hitting it
2: however again you you may be dealing with some of that denial
1: yeah absolutely it's still early in the game yeah
2: yeah so distressed for sure um, actually the king of distress right there, NODs. Yes. Okay. Uh absentee owner. So that, that would be what someone that is not living in the property has a different tax address than the physical address, um, and is a landlord, yeah. basically. They so, can live in state or out of
1: state. Yeah. They just don't live at the property. That's right.
2: And why would this why would you think this would be on our Potential target list?
1: Because they're a landlord, number one. Does or never, potentially. Doesn't everyone
2: want to be a landlord, Jonathan? <laughs> no.
1: So there's, you know, there's. They do. Uh, yeah, initially but until they become one. right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know they they might not have any kind of emotional attachment with the property either. Um, they might have owned it for you know twenty years, and it's just you know they've had a long term tenant in there, and now that long term tenant's moved out, and they don't want to deal with it. Um, maybe the only reason why they've held it that long is because they just had a good tenant that made the payment every month. So maybe and, they
2: have a vacancy now. Yep, could be vacancy. Maybe they've got a, some deferred maintenance that you know that they don't want to do. Yep. Maybe they had a bad experience with a tenant. Yeah.
1: Or it even could be you know a life event, life changing event in their own life. Then it's so, time
2: to move on from yeah. this. Do something else.
1: And this could this can fall in the distressed or non distressed pile. Either or. Yeah, right? yeah you, you won't you never know, know until you,
2: which is true for all of these. I mean. you they, anyone that may not seem like they're in distress may actually be in distress. You won't know that. I wouldn't count this as a distress. Right. Um, but you, you certainly could contact several and find out that they are.
1: Yeah. And absentee owner lists are really easy to get from, you know, list Again, a or a list competitive provides.
2: list because it's very easy, easy to, to get. get. Yeah. And we'll talk about where you can get some of these as we go on. Okay. How about um, relocating specifically like military who get moved? Relocated. You know, spur of the moment kind of thing.
1: Yeah, that's a very good list to yeah. hit because they typically have to sell fast. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the they, problem
2: with this list is that they probably got a VA loan and put no money down and don't have a lot of equity. So kind of ideal for creative, creative financing.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, very good list.
2: Um, how about people that are getting older and have to move to an assisted living facility?
1: Absolutely. So yeah, they typically yeah, really. have to
2: sell their property to pay for the, the care that they're going to
1: be getting. Yes. Yeah. And there's not going to be anyone in the house anymore. And so time to get rid of that.
2: Yep. How about this one? I I mean, a lot of people would say, oh, who cares? I mean, this isn't much of anything. Age of home, 30 plus years. Why would that even be on the list?
1: Uh, Because it's just deferred maintenance. The older a home gets, um, things break. Roofs, you know. Time to remodel, right? yeah, yeah, Yeah. Things get dated and, you know, roofs age and furnaces age and hot water heaters age and so, yep. you know, paint peels off the wall. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Tax delinquent. Tax delinquent is great list. Is a great list. Mm-hmm. And that can actually fall in, you know, distress or non-distress too. Because some people just don't pay their taxes when they're we, due we, and they we have we the county be the bank. tax delinquent
2: two plus years, I think. Yeah. Is, yeah. One year is, yeah, I didn't pay it. It's not escrowed in my payment. Um, there's not an issue. I just haven't gotten around to doing
1: it. So yeah, and typically these properties are free and clear. Um, eh, yes, no. They, they can't. Uh, yeah, I guess. So if their taxes aren't uh, escrowed through their their payment, but which is
2: unusual for them not yeah, to be.
1: It's, yeah, and maybe older older mortgages aren't. I don't know. Are, are yeah. older mortgages. Um, you know. Are they, yeah,
2: certainly there were time. you used to have choice whether you wanted them escrowed or or not um i don't really know if you do have the choice anymore Uh, yeah i don't
1: think you do yeah maybe Uh, you don't yeah to my understanding you don't Uh, they have to be escrowed um because you know if there's a default the bank wants to make sure they get their money first
2: well and uh, the bank also wants to know that their insurance is being paid on the
1: asset that they've lent on so (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah and actually first lien holders is taxes the government yeah so if the, the government could uh, do a tax sell and sell the property right under from the bank even if they have yep. a first position mortgage yep now this
2: list may be really easy to get or it may be extremely difficult yeah to depending
1: get. on your municipality
2: yeah and it changes for every single county yes so um, all across the country, yeah. Some may you may walk in, you may make a phone call, and they say, "Yeah, we've got that list." Yeah, and, and we'll give it to you for free. Yeah. Others would say that list does not
1: <laughs> exist, <laughs> which is funny because <laughs> I you promise know.
2: you it does. Yeah, there, every time there is a list that. When you're behind on your taxes, you are getting a notice. Yes. Someone has that list. Yeah, exactly. They may make it. Someone's in charge of sending
1: the notices. That's right.
2: (laughs) It's happening. I
1: promise. Okay. HOA liens. What's what's an HOA? So, um, HOA is uh, a. like Homeowner association. association, yeah, yep. and an HOA lien would be if they didn't pay the HOA fee, or if they were fined by the HOA for some kind of violation. Yep. so it could be either or. So the, if you live in a condo, there's a homeowners association. If you live in a gated community, there's typically a homeowners planned unit development. Yep. Yeah, there's a HOA. Um, so these uh, these lists would be a little harder to get, but you can find them. As, HOAs can file something on title. Correct. Um, and I, I forget what it's called, but I've seen these, these the, the documents before. But um, yeah, that would be a good one because there is some distress there because they the person owes money. I, I remember I would we think. we
2: bought a property last year that. Uh, had quite a bit of equity, but had like a three, $3 dollars $4,000 HOA, HOA lien yeah. uh, for some reason. She just did not pay the HOA for quite a while.
1: Yeah. And if a property goes into default, if someone's not making their mortgage payments, uh, typically the HOA monthly fee is not being paid either. Yeah. And they just tack a lien onto the property. That's what it is. They just tack a lien on. Yeah. So they just, the HOA just leans the property.
2: Yep. But certainly, if you see that, it could be the issue of some other yeah, bigger problems.
1: Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Especially if it's anything significant.
2: Yep. Um, how about city code
1: violations? Absolutely. Um, because. Typically, it's going to be trash in the yard or um, tall grass, tall grass, misuse of the property, something like
2: cars parked in the, in the yard. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. So it's it's kind of more of um, physical distress. Yeah, a, a, a sign of physical distress than anything. Yeah, um, and some of these can get like,
2: pretty hefty. I mean, you can start getting billed like weekly, daily type stuff, yeah. depending on what the the violation is.
1: Yeah. And these might be a bad tenant in place, you know, causing all these issues for the owner of the property.
2: Yep. Now this may be, again, an easy list or an extremely difficult list. Yeah. And
1: they depend, they depend on the city. So not even the county you're in, just the city, the individual city that the property is located in.
2: Yep. So (laughs) if you work in a pretty large area, you've got a bunch of different cities you've got to go chat with. Yeah. Some may, and it's funny, some may actually be easy to work with, some may not. And uh, being nice goes a long way, by the way.
1: Absolutely. And it's a harder list to maintain, too. Yeah. Because someone can be on the code violation list and then write off, you know, two days later. Yeah. Um, so it's a definitely a harder and list to maintain. It's always changing. This isn't yeah. the
2: kind of list like the NOD list that you can keep. Yeah, for six updated months. Updated you know, day or week or month
1: yeah absolutely so it is a little harder to maintain um
2: how about just driving for dollars
1: Yep, looking for anything that has physical distress, any signs of physical distress. So, um, I've done that quite a bit. Um, What's physical distress, by the way? So, if the roof needs replaced, um, if you know there's a ton of weeds in the yard, if there's broken windows, if there's siding falling off, um, anything that looks like there's you know deferred maintenance on the property, those are signs of physical distress of the property. Yep. Um, and boarded up windows. Yeah. Any vacant house, of <laughs> yep. course. Yeah. Any any boarded-up houses, um, absolutely. Great, great list to hit because... How about like
2: even... Well, maybe this will be a little more... To, we'll hold off on my comment. But, uh, yeah, anything that... You know, one of the things that I tell people is that when you're driving for dollars, it's not enough to just see dead grass. Yeah. Um, or grass that hasn't been mowed. No, hasn't been mowed for three months... Different yeah. than it hasn't been blown yeah. for three weeks. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but if I see dead grass and a broken window, uh, shingles coming off the, the yeah. roof. You uh, want to see a couple paint. issues. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if it's just the grass, uh, that's probably not enough. It's probably enough to look a little closer.
1: Or if it's just a roof, you know, some yep. people just don't have the money to replace their roof. But yeah, it's not a cheap the, fix. Yeah, exactly. Yep.
2: <laughs> Uh, How about health department violations, you know,
1: more specifically like meth? Meth. Very good list to hit because there's obviously distress and it costs a ton of money to remediate a property. It can, for sure. Yeah. So great, great list to hit. Um, And, you know, it could be a a tenant, landlord-tenant situation where, you know, the tenants was in there and they, they got into drugs and now the property's been flagged as a as a contaminated property, um, or even, you know, there's the other health violations where they close it to occupancy is if there's been a fire, if there's fire damage, um, and I it's structurally unsound. Yep. Yeah, um, Mold. Mold can be another one that's on that list. Yep. So there's there's physical distress in the property that's going to cost somebody money to yep. fix. Um, I'm
2: just trying to... Someone made this list and I think they left some out. So let's talk about vacants. So any vacant house, right? It doesn't need to necessarily be distressed. um, Although vacant and distressed is certainly good. Um, but what about properties that are just sitting
1: vacant? In- yeah, because it's costing somebody money. Whether it's just in taxes, if it's free and clear, or you know if there's a mortgage on the property, um, it's costing somebody money. Uh, it, if you own a vacant, it's a liability. House, absolutely, yeah. If you own a house and it's just vacant, you know, say it's boarded up, you still should have insurance on that property, and you're still going to be paying property tax.
2: And p- potentially some utility costs to. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if keep you're it heated. in uh, an area where you have winter and cold, you, you don't need pipes freezing and bursting. So yeah, got to keep heat on to some degree. Uh, yeah. You probably don't want it to look vacant. Maybe some lights on, something yeah. to that effect. So.
1: So that's uh, that is a, that I was that would fall more in the distress pile. Um, I would agree. Especially if it's vacant for a long term. Yep.
2: How about uh, expired listings? So through the MLS,
1: great list to hit. Uh, very competitive, um, mostly by realtors because a ton of realtors call <laughs> call expired <laughs> listings. But yeah, obviously that you know a seller becomes a lot more motivated when they can't sell their property, especially when it's on the market and yeah. they can't sell their property. And um, you know it, those are great seller finance leads or creative financing leads and those those are the ones you really like jeff i think i do um because they're you know especially on the higher end of properties right because you know if the if the house just isn't in the condition it needs to be in if it's just outdated but it's in good condition just outdated uh, they can't sell it for you know retail value in in higher end areas yep
2: this you would either get this type of list through the mls so whether you're a realtor, or have access to the MLS, or working with a realtor, and there's also companies out there that can provide you with this list for a fee, and some will come with phone numbers, actually probably most will. You'll just have to test the accuracy for those, but there yeah. are ways to get this list without having access to the MLS.
1: Yeah, you can just call your agent if you have an agent. Yeah. They can provide you a list. Yeah. Uh,
2: unfortunately, that list you will then have to figure out uh, mailing address or phone number or wh- whatever it is yeah. that you're gonna do. Right. So it it does require some work. Yeah. Bankruptcy
1: bankruptcy there is obviously financial the, distress there is some distress right <laughs> yeah so that definitely falls in the distress pile bankruptcies are a little trickier though um you
2: got to know the rules that you're dealing
1: with. yeah and they you know if they're doing if they're selling their house I, I don't know if it's the same with chapter 7 or 13 but they have to get court approval um so or chapter trust, seven trustee approval would I guess. certainly
2: need court approval because it's liquidation and if the seller was making a whole bunch of money, that they would want that money for creditors.
1: Yeah, and with Chapter 13, don't they have to do the same thing? Because they've restructured debt. And so, there's, again, there's debt that has to be paid off. And if they're getting a chunk of cash... Chapter 13... I'd
2: rather buy the property out of Chapter 13 than 7. Uh, just because it's easier. Um, Chapter 7, almost... Really, the only great reason to buy a property out of Chapter 7 is that it's probably going to go into default or already is. Yeah. And uh, because the courts are going to scrutinize any equity that's coming to the seller, the seller's not going to get any equity.
1: Yeah. And we've bought a property out of Chapter 13 before, and we had to get an appraisal done. And. then we, then they had to approve the purchase. The trustee, the bankruptcy trustee, had to approve the purchase price. So uh, it was actually one of the best deals we did. It was about a seventy-five thousand dollar wholesale deal. Yeah. Um,
2: there are deals in bankruptcy for sure, absolutely. but you've got to know the rules that you're dealing with. Yeah, so a little, little trickier. Maybe one day we'll go through what, how to deal with that, but yeah. not today.
1: Yeah. Okay, well let's uh, let's wrap this one up, Jeff. Hey. We're kind of at thirty minute marker here. So this is going to end
2: up being a number of different episodes because we'll do one more with the rest of the. I, I want you guys to have so many options that there's just no way that you can say there's no lists. Yeah, you know, there's no target people. Yeah. But I want to talk about where you're going to get some of these lists. I want to talk about how you're going to get this message out i want to talk about what kind of message
1: are you going to send absolutely Um, and i would say i mean there's so many things you can do for marketing but i would just pick you know one or two and you know, just focus if on the couple. If you're just starting out, yeah. Yeah. Uh, th- there's no
2: yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I meant.
1: Yeah. As you're starting out, because, the, I mean, you could spend so much money on marketing and not get any deals. I mean, you can well, you ultimate, can do a variety of things and not get any deals. But.
2: And ultimately, we're going to talk about, and we didn't do this at the meetup, but I think that we should, is where, you know, how big of an area do you start with? Um, yeah. How big of an area do you deal with? Now, but we're we're trying to, there's a couple of schools of thought. One is, is try to focus on a small area, become the, the big fish in the small pond. Right. And then there's others where, hey, I, I need to, uh, the amount of marketing that we're doing, we need to hit more people to generate more leads that yeah. turn into more deals. Right. So, um, we'll talk about that. And, uh, you know, so... How does it work for new investors? How does it work for more experienced investors? How for people that are trying to grow their business?
1: Cool, cool. Okay, guys, well, uh, if you want to reach us, if you want to leave us a comment, uh, run a deal by us. Um, or you know, just give us some topic ideas, what you guys want to hear on this show. R- really, that's what we're looking for here. Is we, we want to know what you guys want to hear uh, as it relates to creative financing. Uh, give us a call, 877-409-8090. Um, that will just take you to a voicemail message <clears throat> where you can leave us a, a recording. Um, again, 877-409-8090. Uh, that's the Creative Financing Hotline. Or you can reach us at www.thecreativefinancingpodcast.com. Till next time, create some terms.